Welcome into the Gridiron Grind, Dallas Cowboys NFL Podcast, Three and Jimmy G. Jimmy, what's happening today, buddy? What's going on, man? Nothing, man. Just ready to talk about the Cowboys. Got a big one against the Rams. Cowboys favored by six. They play Sunday. I think it's the first noon game they've had all season. Rams three and four. Cowboys four and two. Rams just lost against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steelers got a pretty good defense, but the Rams, they got a pretty good wide receiver duo. Poka Nakua and Cooper Cup. Of course, Matthew Stafford's quarterback, Highland Park, right there in Dallas. Yeah, that's right. Cowboys coming off a bye. Uh, what are you thinking about this game? How where's this on your worry meter? Uh, you know, because it's the Cowboys, every game's a worry after meter. Game's a nine. After, yeah. After the Cardinals. Yeah, every game's at nine point five. Um I think this is a you know this is one of those games we can't drop. We're the better team. Uh, we got to go out and play like it. Stafford's going to be like you said. You know, come back home. Stafford's going to have extra motivation. Um, like you said, nobody can seemingly guard Puka Nakuka. And I'm going okay. We got to figure that out. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they got another guy. They got uh, Puka Nakuka, the original in Cooper Cup. We're going to figure out how to guard too. So. Uh, um, you know, their running back situations, they, they've got injuries in the running back position. So Daryl Henderson was on his couch uh, a couple weeks ago. Now he's uh, – that's uh, thankfully who they took out of Memphis over Tony Pollard. Right. Uh, that's who allowed us to get Tony Pollard. So Henderson's on his couch. They get hurt running back. They have to call Henderson off his couch. Has a decent game. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I this is a game we're better than them. I think we believe we're better than them. We need to go out and prove we're better than them. I agree with you. Uh, you know, our weaknesses has been stopping the run and uh, then the play action off of that. But like I said, the Rams don't have a good running game, so we don't have to worry about that as much or shouldn't have to anyway. I do worry about you got Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I worry about without Trayvon Diggs, but our secondary has been really good without Diggs mm-hmm. um, outside of that uh, Cardinals game, but that was more so the run. Um, and then the Niners lit us up, but you know, just chalk that up to being one of those games. So Deron Bland and Stephon Gilmore, they can step up and keep playing well and just cover the receivers. Overall, I feel like, yeah, we should win this game. We're favored for a reason. Minus six. When you look around the league, Jimmy, does this NFC might be uh more open than we thought? Of course, the Eagles. I the Eagles have moved up to number one for me. It was the Niners for a while, but it's definitely yeah. the Eagles now. You got the Niners losing again. Brock Purdy probably not going to play this week on con- with a concussion. Lions Lions get spanked just when everybody's jumping on the Lions bandwagon. Yeah, man, eventually best team in the NFC. They lose. Eagles beat the Dolphins and then play the Washington Sunday um, before the showdown with the Cowboys next week. So I don't know. Maybe the NFC Cowboys got a chance if they can string it together and uh, have a big one next week. Yeah, it's back open. Uh, you said uh, San Francisco dropping another one uh, is big. And then, like you said, Detroit just getting kind of spanked. 38-6 by the Ravens. Did not see that coming, no. uh, especially them hanging almost 40 points on that Lions defense. But, you know, kind of goes back to it's the NFL. And, of course, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. So, anytime you've got a dynamic quarterback, you're never out of it. Uh, but, yeah, this, is, this goes back to the old – you know, your middle school coach on up tells you 
when the game's on your schedule and everything will work out. And so this is another chance where uh, we can make up some ground from that Cardinals loss uh, and that 49ers yep. loss. We keep going, keep winning. And uh, yeah, this it, it almost makes the Rams game a little bit more important as well. It does. You got to have the Rams game. You can't be looking ahead to the Eagles. You got to have this right. one because then if you can win, beat the Rams, and then you got to go into Philadelphia. It's a Sunday night game. Um, and you find a way there somehow. Um, early line it has the Eagles minus three, and you get three points just for being at home. So Vegas has these two teams a little closer than a lot of people are thinking. Um, but anyway, I mean you're you'd be top you'd be in pole position if you win the beat the Rams and the Eagles next week. You're in pole position for number one seed in the, in the uh, NFC. You'd have yeah. the best record. You'd have the head to head over the Eagles. The 49ers would already have two losses. See what happens to them. Uh, so it's a big stretch of games, these next two. Got to get the Rams first. Yep, you're exactly right. Take care of business on Sunday and then sit back, watch the afternoon, evening games, and uh, yep. see ready. what happens. Get ready for Philly. All right, we'll move into our next segment, questions of the week. Email us. We actually had a question emailed to us this week. So uh, email us, gridirongrindsports at gmail.com. You can also comment on our videos. Get over at gridirongrindsports.com. You can DM us, Twitter, Instagram. That's how most people get their questions in. But get them in. We'll pick our best ones each week. Uh, we had a pretty good one this week. Uh, kind of ties into the Cowboys game against the Rams. And this question this week comes from Donnie from Lake Dallas, Texas. Uh, sent to us via our email, gridirongrindsports at gmail.com. And the question is, Jimmy, with the Cowboys playing Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams this week, do you all think Stafford is a Hall of Famer? So I pulled up his stats. He is. Yeah, that's what I've got. He's 11th all-time, Jimmy, in passing mm-hmm. yards. And he's 4,000 yards away for from Eli Manning, who's 10th all-time. So he's 11th all-time in passing yards. And he's 12th all time in touchdowns career. Now, I yeah, will say, though, ever since 2000, there's no quarterbacks on this list pre 2000 because the passing era is just dominated yards and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. The only uh, couple you see on there, Dan Marino, which he might have been the best pure passer of all time, cannon arm. And he played, he retired in 99. So he was pre 2000. Fran Tarkenton's up there for touchdowns. That's who's just ahead of Matthew Stafford. Also, John Elway's up there, and he's just a legend stud. So I don't know how much you factor in his career rankings. I mean, because just the passing era. But he is 11th all-time in yards, 12th all-time in touchdowns. He has one Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I'm a big proponent of that. In my opinion, if you are win two Super Bowls as a starting quarterback – you're a lock for the Hall of Fame. Two. A lot of people can win one. You can carry a defense. You can carry – you can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But if you can win multiple – for me, that basically puts it as a lock. But Stafford's got one. I don't know, Jimmy. What do you think? Is he a Hall of Famer? I think Stafford will get in. I think he's one of these guys that, like, oh, he's not a Hall of Famer. And then you look up the stats and you go, you mean he's 10th all time? You know, kind of like Frank Gore. Is Frank Gore a Hall of Famer? Yes, like, I think so. I believe so as well. Just the longevity of his career at the production, 
I mean, and the production he's had over his career. Yeah. Right. And I'm going, if Stafford, and he will, uh, before he retires, barring knock on wood, some sort of disastrous injury, Stafford will be in the top 10 mm-hmm. all time passing yards. Um, and I don't believe it's a system. You know, it's not like a Texas Tech QB that leads the nation in passing yeah, every year. Right. No, it's the system. Um, but I think Stafford will get in. I think Stafford will get in the Hall of Fame. He's got the Super Bowl and he'll add the stats to it. You know, and this kind of brings up Stafford's kind of in those, to me, in the conversation of those guys like, oh, Julian Edelman. Well, Frank Gore. Well, some of these guys, and you go, well, of course, on Julian Edelman. It's like, really? He did He did his best work in the postseason, you know? Yeah. When it, when it he's counted. Not, he, he's good in the postseason, but then his stats overall, he's not dynamic. Right. But, you know, he he's played with Brady and, and likable, and so I think he'll get in. I think, um, like I said, I think Stafford falls into some of those guys uh, like that where it's like you really got to think because on the surface you may say yes or no and then really dive in and go, huh, well, I was wrong. But, uh, yeah, I think Stafford, if he keeps playing, um, like I said, he I think he'll get in. I think it boils down to, do you think Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback? Eli has the two Super Bowls, which I don't know if Stafford could get another one. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the Rams is constructed and he's only got a couple years left. I don't know if Stafford's going to get another one. So if he finishes with one, he's going to have very similar stats to Eli Manning. He trail. He's like, I think like twenty touchdowns behind Eli Manning, or fifteen or twenty, and then he's four thousand passing yards behind Eli Manning. So he's gonna have comparable, considering he plays a couple more years. He'll probably have a little bit more passing yards and a few more touchdowns, but a very comparable career to Eli Manning. Aside for Eli has the two Super Bowls, so I think it depends if Eli gets in. If Eli doesn't get in. Which I think Eli probably gets in. Like mm-hmm. for me, it would be a lock because he's got the two Super Bowls. Then you can, I think, consider Matthew Stafford. But if Eli doesn't get in, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how you put. Yeah, it to me, in. to me, Eli Manning is uh, yeah. because, and, and you know, you have Super Bowl guys and you have stat guys. If you're a Super Bowl guy, you don't count. It's like I've heard some of these Super Bowl guys discount Dan Marino. If you're a stats guy, it's it's Dan Marino. He's number one, right? You know? Yeah. So I think it depends on what side of the fence you sit. If you're a stat guy, I think you're going, yeah, if he's in the top 10 all time in this game, he should be in the Hall of Fame. If you're a Super Bowl guy, you go, well, you know, he only got one Super Bowl, so let's see. And and uh might be a mixture of both, like I said, combining his stats. Because like I said, you you look at Edelman's Super Bowls, like, holy crap. But you look at Edelman's career stats, and you're like, not that impressive. So depends on what I think you weigh more personally. And I think collectively, if he can get into the top ten in a couple categories, uh, I think he'll get in the Hall of Fame. You're probably right with, with the Super Bowl. His work he, as a yeah. whole. I don't think you should hold against people not winning a Super Bowl because look at Dan Marino. Dan Marino is yeah. one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's a mm-hmm. no doubt Hall of Famer. And the fact he didn't make any Super Bowls, that's definitely not all on him. Then you also have guys like Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer. They won Super Bowl. They're Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, but those teams didn't win Super Bowls because they were their quarterback. You know, uh, and that was defense, defensive wins. 
I just think nowadays, post 2000, if it's such quarterback dependent league, quarterback heavy, if you win two, I think it's a lock because you're good enough to win two. Because the list of quarterbacks, it's less than 10 quarterbacks who have multiple uh, Super Bowls. And I think that's a big deal. And all of them are good, and all of them are Hall of Famers. You know, game managers haven't won two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's kind of my thought on it. So good question. Thanks for the question. Donnie from Lake Dallas, Texas, sent it to us via email, Sports at gmail.com. So thanks for that question, Donnie. Let's move on to our last segment. It is our bets, week seven bets. Jimmy, we continue to stay hot in the NFL. Last week I was two and one, Jimmy two and two. But look at these overall records. Myself, 14 and eight on the show here in the NFL. Jimmy, 16 and nine on the show here in the NFL. So we're hot, making money on the NFL. I got four this week. I got five. Nice. Jimmy going five and five. Five of college, five NFL. I'll let you yep. start since you got one more. Uh, here we go with our uh, best bets, picks of the week. Here we go Texans, Panthers. Give me Houston minus three. Panthers are winless, 0-6. Panthers are at home. However, Houston, uh, this, of course, this will be an interesting battle of uh, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young yep. here. I think Houston's the more talented team. Um, and I think Houston goes out there and uh, gets the win. I agree with you. This was this made my short list. I think Houston's by far the better team. So that's a good pick. All right. I'm going to go Jets and Giants under 36 and a half. The Giants offense is averaging 12 points a game. Mm-hmm. 12. That's terrible. Jets have a really good defense. So to think the Giants are going to score more than 14 points, I think would be ludicrous. I just don't know how much you're going to get from the Giants. They won a game last week, scoring 14 points, after 12 a game. And then the Jets have Zach Wilson as a quarterback. He's hot and cold, hit or miss. I think 36 and a half is too much. I mean, you can win this game uh, 20 to 14, 10-7, 20-14, A lot of different ways you can uh, win this game. I mean, if the Jets somehow score 24 Giants could score 10. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. I think there's more probability it goes under 36 and a half than over. I like the Jets Giants under 36 and a half. I like it. We're going to keep the under train rolling with me. Vikings Packers under 42. Uh, the Vikings just offensively, I mean, they, they scored 22 against the 49ers and they looked pretty good. So I'm going, okay, you can only muster 22. Jefferson's still out. Uh, Packers, Jordan Love, the kind of shine has wore off of him. He's turned the ball over now. Um, that, to me, I'm just going, you know, he and Cousins turned the ball over. So there's sounds to me like they go back and forth, maybe trading turnovers and punts. Um, so give me under 42 Vikings and Packers. Nice. Nice. I got another under. Stay the under train. Falcons, Titans, under 35 and a half. The Falcons averaging 14 points a game. The Titans are giving up like 16 points a game. Uh, the Titans have a really good defense. Both teams are three and four. Um, both struggle on offense. Titans are one of the slowest-paced offenses, so they possess the ball, don't score a lot of points. Falcons 
are bad on offense and they struggle in the red zone. They cannot score touchdowns in the red zone. Um, I mean, to me, it's a low number, but I think both offenses are bad and the Titans defense is good. I think, uh, again, more probability goes under than over. So give me Falcons, Titans, under 35 and a half. I like it, man. Two under in the 30s for Trey. I'm going to keep it going. Bengals 49ers under 43 and a half. Brock Purdy probably not going to play. We've got – you're going to be starting, I don't know, maybe one of us at quarterback for the 49ers. Sam Um, Darnold. Sam Darnold's getting yeah. start. So yeah, yeah, I think one of us basically, basically stayed in starting above us. And yeah. so uh which means, you know, again, Debo injuries. Uh they have a really good defense. The Bengals, uh, they're they're putting Joe Burrow's face on milk cartons because he has been missing. They need to get him back. Um, I think this screams under. Arnold, I don't think they're gonna let him do a whole lot. I think they're gonna lean a lot on McCaffrey. Yep. Uh, and that run game, which just to me talks about the under. So give me under 43 and a half angles, 49ers. I like that. One. Yeah. I don't see the Niners letting Darnold chunk it all over the place. It's going right. to be a lot of McCaffrey, a lot of screens of McCaffrey, a lot of play action, easy passes to Kittle. Maybe, you know, get some quick stuff to receiver, but they're not going to let Darnold throw the ball and turn it over. Right. So I like that. That's a good pick. Okay. I got a road favorite, which is basically a no no, but I'm going with it. It's the Chiefs at the Broncos. The Chiefs are 3-0 and on the road. The Broncos stink. Uh, their defense stinks. Their offense is basically stinks. And I think it's a road favorite, which I don't like, but, you know, let's break some trends. Chiefs, I think, are playing some really good football. They've won like three or four in a row. I think they're starting to find their groove. I like the Chiefs here. Everything to me tells me the Chiefs. I know it's on the road, but that Broncos defense is bad, bad. So give me Chiefs at the Broncos, Chiefs minus seven. I have that exact same bet for the exact same reasons. I think the Chiefs could show up and Stafford play left-handed and the Chiefs win by 10. So uh, I had that same bet, Chiefs minus seven. And uh, for my last one, Rams and Cowboys under 45 and a half. I think I think it's going to be a long game because the running game, you know, with it, uh, Los Angeles is they're banged up, kind of running back by committee. Stafford's going to have extra motivation, but I think our front four is going to be able to pressure him, uh, going to get to him a lot. And, you know, I can see us, you know, we don't give up a whole lot of points. No, we don't. 40, 49ers uh, was pretty uncharacteristic. And uh, Los Angeles don't score a lot of points. So I could see us winning this one, uh, you know, kind of like what we talked about, maybe 24-10, something like that. So, yeah, give me Cowboys and Rams under 45 and a half. I think the Cowboys only given up 100 points on the season. And 42, so almost half, was to the Niners. So Cowboys don't give up a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, they could win this game just like they beat the Chargers. What was that, 24-21? And you'd mm-hmm. win that – you'd still win. It's under 45 and a half. So, I like that bet. It was on my short list as well. I like it. I got another under. Monday night football, it's the Raiders-Lions under 46. Lions just got blown out. Um, they only scored 10 points. And they were all 10 garbage points in the late in the fourth quarter. 
The Raiders' offense is just bad. There's so many bad offenses in the NFL. The Raiders average two touchdowns a game. Even if the Lions get on track and get, you know, in the 20s, I don't see the Raiders scoring more than 14. Uh, they're just bad on offense. Uh, Josh McDaniels is a good offensive coordinator. He's a terrible head coach, and he's still calling plays. And I don't know why he's so bad at it when he's a head coach, but he is yeah. bad. Um, so I like it's. I mean, this is 46. It's a high number. I think Vegas is expecting the Lions to bounce back, and maybe they do. But I still I don't see they play decent defense. I don't see this one getting, you know, basically scoring almost 50 or 50 to beat me. I don't like that. Or I don't think that's going to happen. I love the under. Give me Raiders Lions Monday Night Football under 46. Love it. There you go. There's nine bats for you. Five from Jimmy, four for myself. Here's the gridiron grind recap. Here's Jimmy's five bets. He's got Texans minus three, Vikings Packers under 42, Bengals 49ers under 43 and a half, Chiefs minus seven, Rams Cowboys under 45 and a half. And then I got four for you Jets Giants under 36 and a half, Falcons Titans under 35 and a half. Chiefs minus seven, Raiders, Lions on Monday Night Football under 46. Nine bets. Again, we are 30 and 17 combined on the season. We're basically winning twice as many as we lose. We're hot as can be in the NFL. Had another winning week last week. We were combined four and three. The unders have been good to us. They've been Mm -hmm. great to us. So see if we can do that again. Jimmy, uh, Cowboy, back this week. Dallas Cowboys live post game show. Cowboys play at noon, so we'll do the live show at like three twenty, three twenty five, right for that. That's solely on our YouTube channel. So get in, uh, get your chat going, and we'll uh, do our live post game show. Again, we got content rolling out at gridirongrindsports.com. College football podcast comes out on Wednesdays. Apple Podcasts and YouTube, and then this Cowboys NFL Pod. Apple Podcasts, and YouTube on Thursday. So check us out. Like, comment, subscribe on the videos and the podcasts, and tune in next week and this Sunday for the live postgame show. Jimmy, buddy, have a great weekend, man. I guess we'll uh, talk to you on Sunday. You too. I'll see you Sunday, and uh, hopefully it'll be a nice winning week for for both of us. Nice. Let's do it. All right. We'll see you. I got a good feeling. I do too. I do too. Stay hot in the NFL. Keep it going. Uh, We'll see you Sunday for the live Cowboys postgame show. Right after the Cowboys play the Rams on Sunday on our YouTube channel. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.